0: questions of a martial arts school owner episode number 52 that is right 52 that means we've been doing this for at least one full year i am pretty excited to be here today so i want to talk to you about a couple of different things i wanted to talk to you guys today about uh, two different things i want to i want to spend most of our time today talking about what i did this weekend um I spent time this weekend recertifying in fast defense. Um, So, uh, I can't figure out how many years ago it's been now. It's been, um, you know, five to six, probably five, six years ago. um, I went um, to Michigan and certified as a basic instructor in the fast defense system. And this came about because I was not um, pleased... Uh, I wasn't happy with my current self-defense education. I love martial arts. I love traditional martial arts. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, It's what I love to do, Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is always the best pure self-defense, and so I think of self-defense um, and martial arts is kind of a Venn diagram where there's an overlap in the middle that we, we kind of touch in the martial arts that's part of self-defense. Um, and it really depends on your martial arts style and um, your instructors and things like that. But I, I know for me, um, I wanted to do some more reality-based um, self-defense training for myself and to bring back to my students um, and my school and so I was lucky enough to um, hear about fast defense um, from uh, Coach Tom Kalos uh, from the 100. And he had talked about Bill Kip and this fast defense organization. And uh, they were coming and doing a certification near me, um, like I said, five, six years ago, something like that. And uh, so I... Decided I was going to certify, um, you know, I am a, a, a proud member of the American Taekwondo Association, oh, I shouldn't say that anymore, I am a proud member of ATA International, um, and we, uh, I, I love the organization, um, there are fantastic martial artists, great, amazing self-defense people, um, I think of uh, Chief Master um, Caruso, who is Um, By far, probably uh, one of the most skilled self-defense instructors and trainers out there. Um, And so I think of those guys, and uh, they do a fantastic job. I know Chief Master um, Caruso has a a PPCT training that he does out in um, Pennsylvania that someday I'd like to take as well. But uh, I wanted to go and experience this training. And so I went, and I learned so much when I did this um, back uh, years ago. The biggest thing I learned um, was the part that martial arts, um, I think, are often missing, and it is the um, verbal boundary setting stage of um, an altercation, of, of some kind of um, confrontation, uh, and that's the part that we don't spend time talking about. Um, it's, it's the part that now that we've talked about bully defense in the martial arts industry for the last couple of years, um, we've, we've started to understand part of this dynamic with the verbal boundaries, but uh, I think we're, we still have a lot of work to do in, in getting this into adults as well as kids, because we've started talking to, it, to our kids about it because of bullying. But the same principles um, are at play for adults as well. So I went and Fast Defense, uh, let me give you a little overview, uh, Fast Defense Fear Adrenal Stress Training, um, and it is really based, these ABCs of self-defense, um, awareness, boundary setting, and uh, core confidence, and you go through this this uh, course where you learn about your internal awareness more than just the things that you watch, you know. Park in the right place. Have your keys ready. All that kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, the part that I love the most is this this boundary setting section. This this B. Um, and um, what is so great about it is this stress, this adrenaline stress, um, high brain, low brain dynamic that is stressed really. Um, at the core of what fast defense teaches and again that's something that i think a lot of martial arts um, is missing a lot of self-defense is missing because they can do the techniques but they don't always talk about or understand and train with the idea of what the adrenaline stress dump is going to do to your body um, to your techniques things like that Um, we go through a process where you um, have a, a woofer somebody who um, adrenalizes you, and and then a coach, and they help you through this process of of learning to um, have a positive outcome, um, be assertive, um, know what to do, what to say, um, what to uh, are are the appropriate things to do in those situations, um, and it's it's a really powerful thing, and something that most um, schools. School owners um, or martial artists don't have a lot of experience with. We're really good at like when I went to this class the first time I ever did it. Um, we went and I could totally kick you and hurt you. I could defend myself physically, but I couldn't stop the altercation before it started. I had no great training in understanding what to do when somebody walked up and started screaming at me or or tried to start a confrontation because uh, despite what we you know what we think like somebody's just gonna run up and grab us and then we're gonna have to defend ourselves that's not how it starts it almost always starts verbally and so we have the verbal uh, or we have the physical training but we don't always have the verbal training and that's the side that we that I loved the most when I went and certified originally um, with this. And then um, the fast event system has what are called um, predator armor, or what is called the predator armor. Um, and this predator armor is the only um, the the only suit in the world that you can take full force blows to the groin and to the face and not end up hurt. Um, it's it's really neat technology. It's really fantastic, and it really helps because the other thing. Uh, that we we heard our students doing in the martial arts is teaching them to always pull their techniques and You do a technique, you know a thousand times and you pull the technique every time you do it every every time When that adrenaline stress dump happens, you're gonna pull your technique. It's just the way things are gonna happen and so um, with fast defense, we're able to train full force train in that adrenaline zone, help people um, activate and control their adrenaline instead of um, be controlled by their adrenaline, and uh, with that, um, we're able to teach people um, effective self-defense in a very short amount of time, um, which is what a lot of people want. A lot of people don't want long traditional self-defense or a long traditional martial arts training. They want just good you know, self-defense they can learn in a weekend or whatnot, and that's what fast defense does. Um, So there is a lot out there um, in self-defense that is is hurting people. You know, I was talking um, to one of the guys this weekend when I was recertifying, um, and he brought up something that I had heard already, uh, but that uh, in gun disarms, um, you know, in training gun disarms, uh, there are a lot of people who will train them and hand the gun back to their partner because that's, you know, you you took the gun and I'm going to hand it to my partner. And because they train like that, when they're adrenalized and when they might actually perform a disarm on the street, there have been, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> there have been incidences where then they have handed the gun back to the, the, the bad guy, the person they took the gun from, um, because they were trained over and over and over again, one way of doing things, and that got into their low brain, that's the way they performed it, so... <clears throat> Um, there's just a lot of a lot of things with that adrenaline stress, with that um, training that is not, um, from what I've seen, is not um, taken into account as well as it should be in a lot of self-defense training. So anyways, long story long, I hate when people say long story short and it's like actually longer than a short story, so I'm not doing that to you. Um, long story long, uh, I certified in this years ago. I loved it. I didn't get the full armor until um, just in a, a, a year or so ago, um, where I got the full armor. I only had the lower, the the groin protector, um, which I could still run the classes and they were great. But I got the the rest of it um, about a year ago, and these classes are absolutely fantastic. Um, I needed to go and recertify myself as an instructor, and I needed to, uh, and and I had a, a member of my my martial arts school. Um, a parent, actually, who is not a traditional martial artist, but he loves the fast events training. Um, he's done it in a couple of a couple of times. He's done it every time I've done it, and then uh, he's done it with some other people. So he went down and certified as well as an instructor. So we just had a fantastic weekend. We spent the time with some great individuals, and it was a blast because we got to really... Um, we got to really experience um, the the program again. Um, what's neat about the certification is on the final day, you get to help as part of a public course. So you get to watch the, the master instructor, um, uh, Todd Miller, who did an amazing job. He, he's a fantastic um, fast defense instructor. Um, you, you got to watch uh, him teach a course, and we had to get to help with that course. Uh, I really enjoyed recertifying because I got to... Um, It's the little things that I hadn't been doing um, quite right that I wanted to make sure I improved on. And so I I learned a lot of little things, got um, some more experience in the suit, and got to learn a little better about how to use the suit effectively to train um, so that the student has success. And this is the thing I think, um, like I was talking about before with the adrenaline stress, this is the thing a lot, a lot of martial artists don't understand is that we have to train. If we're going to adrenalize our students, we have to train them for success or you're setting them up for failure because they're imprinting that on their low brain. And I don't think, um, I don't think enough martial artists uh, take that into account and take, uh, uh, realize how serious that is. So anyways, we got to spend the Thursday, all day Thursday, all day Friday, and and uh, pretty much all day Saturday um, doing that training, and it was a lot of fun. Got to do some more wolfing, which is always, uh, I enjoy, I think it's neat um, to get to um, read the students taking the course, um, kind of see how they uh, understand the the levels of adrenaline, And help them in our wolfing. Make sure that we don't um, overwhelm them, but make sure we push them a little bit. It's a neat dynamic that I think is really a lot of fun um, to do, and I get to do some acting, which is kind of kind of goofy and fun, anyways. Um, And then I got, like I said, got to spend more time in the suit, um, learn some things that I, I need to improve on in the way that I am moving in the suit and the way I'm helping the student in the suit um, and that was very beneficial as well. So it was a lot of fun and it was great to have um, somebody there from my team that uh, could learn right from the the organization of FAST and uh, really get all of the dynamics in there as well so that we can run even more effective classes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it was a great time. Um, it just so happened that uh, I was Looking at going to Indianapolis with a friend of mine anyways, where this training was, it was actually in Martinsville, um, I wanted, uh, my friend invited me to go down, one of my students, uh, because uh, the Indianapolis, um, or the Indiana Comic Con was down there. So uh, they came down, we all shared an Airbnb, um, which was uh, neat, and then we, on Sunday, uh, my wife came down on Saturday night, um, and on Sunday, we then went and uh, hung out at Comic-Con. So uh, it was a training weekend and a um, a little bit of a, a trip um, to, to experience some things. We got to see the Emperor from Star Wars and Data from Star Trek. Um, so it was pretty awesome. If you follow me on Facebook, I'm sure you saw a bunch of pictures. So Fast Defense is an amazing thing. I think it's worth checking out. If you want more information, you can go to FastDefenseGlobal.com. You can reach out to me if you want to ask about um, the training um, as a martial arts school owner or instructor, um, or if you want to just experience the training sometime, you can check out their website and see when things are coming up. Um, I have a seminar that I'm hosting for my local community coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then I'm going to certify um, in June as a instructor in their ground level 2. So this is the The basic course is um, a, a standing fight. You really get to understand all of the ABCs of of the self defense. Get the boundary setting, the awareness, all these kind of things. Um, and then they have a lot of other courses that then go into other parts, other ways. Because um, the the fight that you do in level one is um, a standing a standing front fight. Usually, we can vary that a little bit, but. We're going to do, in June, a ground defense against an armed assailant. So um, you're on the ground, the uh, attacker, the assailant is on top of you, and they have a weapon of, of some sort. So we're going to do that. I'm going to certify as an instructor in that, and they're going to. Uh, uh, we're going to have a public course for that as well in June. And I'm really excited about that. Um, Cool stuff. Definitely, um, fast is an organization worth checking out. Great people behind fast. Um, all the instructors that I've met are just been fantastic individuals. Um, so it's not. Um, what's great about it is it's it's you know Bill Kip is the guy who started it. If you want to learn more about Bill Kip, he was one of the um, interviewees, um, one of the instructors on our. Um, Summit our Martial Arts School Owners Summit and you can still get the recordings of those um, as well so you can definitely check that out um, I believe um, actually I don't have the website assi- web address in front of me right now um, but you can uh, check out the, the Summit um, just message me or, or tweet me or Facebook me or something and I'll uh, show you where you can get a copy of that um, I've got a discount code also for podcast listeners so might be worth doing Anyways, the organization is run by some fantastic people. It's not a martial arts, uh, or excuse me, it's not a um, self defense organization where the person in charge or the people in charge are very like, you know, this is the only self defense ever, and this is the best, and we blah blah. blah. They're very friendly, very, um, you know, it's like a big family. So uh, it's it's definitely an organization I appreciate being part of, especially because I love the ATA so much, um, and it's it's got the same feel um, of of friendly. Um, family-oriented, kind of good people. I really like that. So that is my big thing this week. The only other thing I want to mention to you guys is uh, a project that I'm, I'm working on. I know I always say that, but just a, a, something I want to see if you are interested in. So it is called Net Promoter Ninja. So I, uh, I want to see if you are interested in this idea of Net Promoter Ninja um, and what it is, is a way for martial arts school owners to get um, consistent uh, testimonials from their students that that really love their program. Um, I know testimonials is something we should do um, and from what I've seen, what I've experienced and what I hear from uh, my friends is that um, we all know we should get testimonials and then we we don't do a very good job of Of actually getting them. Um, and so an automated way of getting testimonials. And then even cooler than that is a two-part system where you get evaluations from your, um, students. Uh, it's, it's based on the net promoter score. Um, and this is, uh, something in, um, you know, uh, businesses across the, the world use the net promoter score system um, where people rate—it's just a single question. Like, how likely are you to refer um, your friends to this this business? Um, and it's a 1 through 10 scale, and depending on what number they pick, it puts them in a category of, of promoter or fan or, or whatnot. And like uh, 7, 8, or 9—I think 9, 10—or uh, excuse me, 8, 9, 10 are promoters. Um, And then um, after they answer that one question, they just pick the number. Um, It asks them, you know, why? Why did you say that number? Why did you pick nine or whatever? Um, And then they put that in. You get an instant testimonial that way. You get feedback on what you could improve on in your school if you get lower scores. You get to monitor your score over time as it goes up or down. Um, as people continue to give you these ratings Um, and then the coolest part is that you take these people who have given you eight nines and tens um, and um, we're building a a, well I hope to build a system where if there's enough of you out there interested where those eight nines and tens get bucketed into a category a lot of uh, martial arts school owners we know referrals are our best business um, but uh, that doesn't always, we, we don't always have a good time of pushing referrals, um, and we run these referral contests, but we know that there's this 80-20 rule, that like 20% of our students are the ones referring most of us. So with this net promoter system, um, with the, the Ninja uh system you take those promoters those those eight nines and tens and then you build in campaigns for them so they can do things just online to get points and we build this out where um every time they share something they get a point every time they leave a review on a um social media site or a you know a, a review site they get a a point or a couple points so they refer to somebody to this web page they get they get a point then you run these campaigns you know, and give a prize out to the top promoter or whatever. But the idea is that you are utilizing your top students, the ones that have already said, yes, they'd refer you to a friend, and giving them the tools to do this digitally. It's a pretty cool system. Um, I've been uh, mapping it out and talking to some developers uh, about it, but I want to see if you are interested in uh, kind of beta uh, testing in, in doing some initial investigation Probably not initial. We've gone through the initial phase. We're ready to build now. Um, And I just want to get to see if you guys are interested in being a part of this. So if you are, head over to mediacompany.me slash ninja. mediacompany.me, that's mediacompany.me slash ninja. So I'd really uh, be interested. I think um, this is something sorely missing in the martial arts world. There's a lot of awesome things um, for school owners, but um, I, I really want to help the the martial arts industry in promoting itself and and using newer technology, uh, innovative ways to um, reach more students. Because we've got a pretty awesome um, we've got a pretty awesome product out there. Martial arts is is for everybody, and it, it can really help. So. Uh, I think this is a, a, a great way for schools to do it. Um, it's going to help schools in getting, like I said, testimonials, just, um, reviews for their staff and their students getting uh, to track a number, um, over time of your, uh, performance for your staff and just for your overall school, I think is really, um, could be really beneficial for the industry and for you as a martial arts school owner. So check it out, um, uh, ninja, or if you're in our private Facebook group, I'll put a link up there as well. Okay, guys, that's it. I got a lot to do today because uh, I was gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, for all this fast event stuff. Um, It's been great to get back on the podcast with you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Make sure you're out there striving for excellence.